0: hey uh, I accidentally muted you on Twitter so if you want to unmute <laughs> uh, welcome back to uh, Cryptoholics we took a, uh, a little break I was on vacation so feels good to be back um, got my beer ready if you're new to the show we drink beer and we talk about nerdy shit crypto, gaming you know a little bit of everything yeah
1: and uh this episode comes pretty good because we have a lot of things to talk about. <clears throat> no, we do.
0: Yeah, we do. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. Uh, where, where should we start?
1: Um, <clears throat> well,
0: probably you can
1: show people how uh, you are the proud seller of Cryptoholics Merc. American, no, oh, <laughs>
0: so if you've never watched the, the show before, you, you you probably haven't seen it, but I've been wearing some Cryptoholics merch here and there, uh, a t-shirt, and, you know, I've got my GM friend's shirt, and now. Yeah, it glows in the dark super high quality it's all handmade uh, you'll be able to get these uh very soon and you know keeps your beer cold and support the show we appreciate it uh so yeah got a friend that has a cricket and makes all kinds of cool custom shit and she just made this randomly and was like hey uh here you go do you want me to make you a bunch of these and i was like uh yeah yeah <laughs>
1: And it's actually pretty
0: simple to do, right? Yeah. Oh, you I just mean, need it, the tech. Yeah, I mean the the machine is, it's called a Cricut. I, I have no idea what they cost. Probably somewhere in the five to six hundred dollar range. Uh, but you can cr- like uh, cut vinyl and all kinds of shit. So uh, she also made this one, which I, I think is fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it says "Good Vibes Only" and. Uh, you know, it's dildos, which I think <laughs> is <fucking> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, Cryptoholics koozies available soon. Not sure how we're going to sell them. I think Hive List has a... I think you can list things for sale there, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely can. And it's just a matter of... Uh, I think you have to pick if you want to accept HBD Hive, or, or the, like the, the payment options
0: yeah, something like that um, I gotta look at it but, yeah I think it'll be pretty cool to accept HBD or Hive or, you know, literally whatever, I assume you can probably do Hive engine tokens too maybe I have no idea
1: it would be actually pretty interesting to see how how it works I don't even know the
0: website. Uh, oh, I've I don't list either. Io. There we go. I have Yeah, it would be really cool to be able to sell these bad boys for HBD. I never even Leo. Um, and you know, it's one way you can support the show. Another way is follow us on Spotify and whatever other podcasting platform you uh, you may use. We're on a lot of them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so I'm checking here. Uh, People have some consumer electronics, some accessories, obviously digital art. Uh, Let me just check how, oh, you can pay, oh, you can actually pay with Leo, I think. I don't know. Uh, Where do I check my my card? Nift uh, is trying to solve his um, Discord issues. He was frozen, so maybe, maybe he'll join again. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm just checking the store website. Uh, it's pretty slick. I mean, it, it's okay, a lot of products. Well, not a lot of products, but some products, even if you just are browsing for stuff. Oh, where do I see my cart? Oh, view cart.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. I don't have any idea how it works. Uh, obviously, you know, shipping stuff. People are gonna have to provide their addresses and shit. So, hopefully, it has like a, a secure way of doing all that. So, I don't know. I gotta look into it. But, I'm gonna stop shilling merch now. isn't uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not tool yet? You can buy with the
1: Hive. With HVD, uh, USDT, and BUSD. You, you can't actually pay with um, with Leo. I, th- I thought you would be able to, but I mean, I understand that given the volatility of non stable coins, it's pretty hard. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they just take, take Hive, uh, high back dollar, HVD pegged, USDT, and BUSD. Nice.
0: Nice. Yeah, I, I don't know why my video won't even turn back on I, I don't even care at this point uh, <laughs> I think I, I think I need a new computer I don't know this is a pretty decent computer so I don't uh,
1: know. have you clicked on uh, turn on camera I mean may, maybe it's a stupid question
0: but maybe you haven't you know then I have to catch up so. Yeah, we'll we'll eventually figure that out. It's a mystery. I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, I'm a pretty pretty techie guy, and I don't get it. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean we have to do a
0: I don't know the word test run, or something like that. Test run. Yeah, let I me mean, just. I, I was reading a post on Hive from Addicted today, and I, it kind of inspired me. I may just completely wipe my computer and just install Linux and get rid of Windows completely from my life. Oh, dude, that would uh, be amazing. Because I use I, my wife's computer that's over here behind me. Uh, she, she uses Linux, and this is like a, a super old PC that just literally couldn't run Windows anymore. And uh, brought it back to life with Linux. It runs great. Not
1: yeah. So I am honestly scared of Linux. I um, I, I I mean I know some tech and all that stuff. Like I even fix this uh, headphones with uh like with my own hands and shit like that. I do like to take things apart and all that stuff. But I'm not that into building my own computer and and uh, with uh operating systems like linux you
0: have to go into every piece of detail right well not really anymore like uh shout out to epics down on twitter listening live thanks for joining us uh but not anymore linux has gotten very user friendly like i have i don't know which version of linux i put on this computer i think it's ubuntu um but it's very, very much like Windows or Mac OS in the sense that, you know, a couple years ago to use Linux you would have had to know a little bit of, a little bit of code and shit like that. But now, like, it's got an app store. You know, of course you can still do everything via command line, but um, now it's very user friendly. Getting Windows apps to run on it is the is the challenge. Some will be a pain in the ass, but so far, I mean. I don't see any reason I wouldn't, uh, and I've been thinking about this for a long time, but it just kind of scares me because, you know, I've been a hardcore Windows user for so long. Uh, yeah, so that that's my holdup. I'm kind of scared to jump ship completely.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I,
0: I, I would never
1: jump from Windows to Mac. Uh, I mean... Mm-hmm. As much as people love to say that Mac is user-friendly and uh, it's not. dumb proof and all that stuff, uh, oh, dude, it's so intuitive, and look at that, I just swipe and all that stuff. It's just like, I don't know, I, I just think of it, I, I mean, it is the inferior operating system, but even if it's easy as hell, I wouldn't change.
0: Yeah, I, I think my major concern with like I said, swapping Windows completely is just the the challenge that you'll have to get some apps and programs to run correctly. Um, but I mean, Discord works. Uh, you know, gaming might be a challenge. I, I don't know. Uh, somebody, if you know about gaming on Linux, drop me some uh, info on that in the comments wherever you're listening. Um, tell me why I shouldn't. swap to Linux, please. (laughs) Tell me why I shouldn't.
1: Oh, dude. Uh, I'm just reading online, and I'm really sorry to change the topic like this, but apparently um, someone uh, cracked a 12-word seed phrase in minutes. So there was a a bounty, uh, 100,000 Satoshi bounty. Uh, I mean, it's just like .001 Bitcoin, but...
0: Uh, what is that, like, uh, like $200 or $300? No, like $30. Like oh. Yeah, But it's nothing. Did, how did they pull it off? Like, how did they crack the seed phrase?
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to check it out. So, oh. So, there was a tweet. Anyone wants to try and brute force, force this 12-word seed phrase securing 100,000 sats? Oh, okay. So... The person gave the twelve words in no particular order. Oh, that's that's just. Uh, I mean, it's easy to run a script with twelve words, right? I mean, if you know the words. Then. Yeah, I, think I feel I, like. I think I'm losing your audio on. on Discord. How is it
0: now? Yeah, uh, I was great. I was fucking with the video, trying to get it to work. Uh, it it, maybe it's not my connection. Maybe it's the webcam. Probably. because uh, it, it seems to, every time I try to use the uh, external webcam, it fucks up. So anyway. Yeah, you were
1: mentioning something I I overheard from Spaces that you said that, GPT could do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I was just saying, like, you, you throw that 12 words in GPT and give it some parameters, and, like, maybe in a few minutes you've you've got the solved seed phrase, and you can open up that wallet, import it, and blame your funds. Yeah. In
1: 12. Uh, sound checking the amount of possible combinations in 12. Um, parameters.
0: So, 12. 12. Hey, got another listener on Twitter. Shout out. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Your name appears to be in Chinese. I I don't... uh, Maybe. So, I would say your name, but you know. I don't know how to read Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) Something while you're looking at that. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, you're a you're a Magic the Gathering guy, yeah? Yeah. So, I, I don't know if you took a look. I, I sent you a few articles, but uh, one was about some shenanigans from Wizards of the Coast. Okay. Uh, which is the, the creators behind uh, Magic the Gathering and uh, quite a few other hard games, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I think Dungeons and Dragons is also... Yeah. Um...
0: Part of maybe or but maybe not anymore. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so they have uh, an expansion pack called March of the Machine. Uh, maybe you could tell us something about it. But uh, this user, uh, this this YouTuber, if I'm not mistaken, went and bought um, a, a booster pack of these cards. And what he received was instead of the March of the Machine expansion, he re- he received the next expansion that's not been announced yet which is uh, March of the Machine, The Aftermath. Okay. So he makes a YouTube video unboxing this, and uh, it revealed around 75% of the, the set that's upcoming and not even spoken about yet. And uh, then he gets a knock at his door uh, about a week later, and it's uh, the Pinkertons, which is a, uh, an agency that's got quite a reputation for fucking people up. Uh, They're, like, a private investigator agency. Okay. Uh, Also, the bad guys in Red Dead Redemption 2, the Pinkertons, Um, so they show up at this guy's house, like, fucking, fucking armed agents, like, you have stolen goods, and we're here to recover them. Like, Wizards of the Coast hired the fucking Pinkertons to go after this poor gun that only bought an expansion set and unboxed it on YouTube, and had no idea... That it wasn't the one he ordered.
1: Yeah, I think I read something about that. And it's like... Uh, I mean, just go ahead and finish the story because I have something to add about that, but I don't want to get in the middle of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. But they, they didn't, you know, hurt the guy or his family or anything, but they were very stern. They, they kept saying that he was in the possession of stolen goods and... Uh, they made the guy's wife cry and you know eventually they they chilled out and he ended up you know of course giving it to them um but yeah it was what a fucking goofy thing you know you you could have easily contacted the guy you know this is a this is a public guy on youtube you could have contacted the guy and said hey man uh we need to get that back from you you're not supposed to have that that was a mistake here's a refund please Give us the unreleased material and we're good. Yeah. Um, But instead, they came in like the fucking mafia, like five guys deep, uh, pulling up on their house. Like, I I don't know. It just sounds so fucking out there. Like, it sounds like some shit you would see on TV. Like, that just doesn't (laughs) really happen. Yeah, exactly. And I was
1: just reading that that's pretty much the MO. Uh, that uh, news outlets and politicians use uh, to literally delete other people, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, the Pinkertons and it, without any context, I, I had no idea that these were. This was like a legit agency. I, I thought it was like a made-up thing for yeah. a, a game, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Just normal legend. Yeah, this is apparently like a real agency that's existed for hundreds of years, and they have a really fucked up reputation. Uh, So why, why Wizards of the Coast was like, call up the fucking mafia and go get this guy? Like, I just it—it's kind of baffling to me.
1: Yeah, I agree completely, especially because you are a company that—I mean, you're supposed to be fun and to like you care about your community and all that stuff. I mean, you're not like a bank, you know. Like right, you, you're right. a trading card game company or a role-playing game company.
0: <laughs> right, so it's like you're you're a company that's supposed to inspire fun and you know, uh, it's a game. You're 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 a gaming company. Like, why would you go to that length? I mean, I get that it's unreleased material and whatever you want to argue, but. That's a little aggressive to, to <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh,
0: Mafia agent on one of your customers that gave you their money and advertised your product for you on their YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, I mean the whole community—the Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Magic. Um, I don't know Dungeons and Dragons, but I, I imagine it's the same. Like all of these communities are uh, like for profit, of course. And then uh, there's like, whenever there's a new ex- expansion, the, the events that that uh, go around that new expansion are huge. And the thing is, um, if like for example, there was a tournament like two weeks ago, um, where the new Magic: The Gathering expansion was um, launched and then the product arrives sealed and then you cannot open it until, I think it's Friday at midnight, your local time, uh, or maybe it's uh, like a, a global time. And then if, you op- like if a store opens the booster packs before that time, then they, they will get banned from receiving any, any product in the future. And then there's a lot of events, like global events, and, and leaks, and all that stuff, like, like there's a lot of gatekeeping there, so I think it was, yes of course it was an, ex- an exaggerated measure, but on the other hand I, I understand like all the secrecy and all the mystery around the new expansion is
0: uh, a big deal uh, for, for trading card games. Right. Yeah, I I get that side of it too. Like I I didn't realize how big of an event that kind of thing was. Like I'm not a big uh, I haven't played Magic: The Gathering full disclosure since I was a child. So, I, I I didn't realize it was so crazy, but I I guess I even still just just email the guy, give him a call, you know. Send him a fucking telegram. Uh no, don't don't send the Pinkertons. That's that's just That's just rude.
1: Yeah, I was just... Oh, so it was on April 27th. Yeah, because I I was talking with this with my dad and I don't know if I told you this. But speaking about trading card games, uh, just remind me if we spoke about it uh, on the last show. But did you know that Pokemon... uh, The trading card game, not Pokemon Go or the the anime or whatever. uh, So apparently... So okay, whenever you buy a booster pack, uh, you know that there is going to be like each each trading card game has their uh, has a different um, spread of rare cards, common, uncommon, shiny, whatever. So you sure. know that when you buy a booster pack, you know that you have X percentage amount of chances of getting a shiny or a rare or a or a diamond card, right? So, um, apparently, uh, people at the Pokemon uh, trading card game um, factory or or headquarters, I don't know, they were taking all the shiny cards and they were separating them before they got into the booster packs. Uh, And they were selling them on the black market.
0: Oh, fuck. Come on. Yeah. You gotta take the fun out of it for everybody really yeah and the and the fucked up
1: thing is that they like apparently they had been doing that for years and the problem was that uh some some pictures on um tiktok on instagram or twitter i have no idea where because i didn't read like i, I read this like 10 days ago uh so there there were people um putting out pictures with, I don't know, a hundred shiny cards of, like, the same card a hundred times. So that meant that they either bought a hundred shiny cards of that that type, or there was something uh, shady going on. And then a lot of other pictures started to leak, or just published, and then, like, something uh, smelled fishy for some people, and then they started investigating, and and they they uh, found out that these people, and it was like I'm probably sure that even the facility manager was in on this because it's not that easy oh, to, to to get away with this.
0: It kind of kind of reminds me of the uh, the McDonald's monopoly game from back in the day. I, maybe they still do that. I don't know. I have no idea uh, what that is so mcdonald's the the fucking fast food uh devil um (laughs) runs this promotion every or they did every year where they would sell uh they would have game pieces on each like menu item that you buy and you peel off the game piece and each one each set of properties like uh coordinated with a certain prize up to like a million dollars obviously boardwalk and park place and Monopoly are the most valuable, so they were, like, the million-dollar prize or whatever. Okay. So there was, like, literal mafia shit happening, just like you were talking about. Like, everyone was in on it, and they were getting the most valuable pieces and making, like, rigging the game to make certain people win, like, million dollars. Uh, and it was, like, there, there's a documentary on Netflix about it, but holy fuck, like, I didn't realize how deep that shit went. And so I was, like, okay, like, there's people like hurting people over this kind of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the hell, man? I mean, anything that has human factor in the in the production process is going to get fucked over by by a handful of bad actors. Uh, yeah, and I think that's. I mean, I don't want to go into blockchain yet, but that that's fixed by blockchain. But I it do is. have another example, <laughs> like. I don't know about you, but here in Mexico, um, hot wheels, mini cars are a thing and they are like Walmart sells them um, and other retail stores sells them. Yeah. Huge collector market. Yeah, huge. But uh, the, co- the car collector's bar- market merges with the comic book collector's uh, market. And then back in the 2000s, or maybe it was the 90s, um, there was this Batmobile uh, coming out, and everyone in the comic book scene was um, hyped about it. And Walmart employees um, got outraged by comic book collectors, and then... And then... uh, These comic book guys talked with the Walmart employees and uh, set a a deal on the side so that every single Batmobile didn't even hit the racks. And they would get all of them. And they went to several Walmarts to that, so nobody could find the Batmobile. And then suddenly you just found... A uh, hundred Batmobiles being sold in the street market at a hundred x the uh, retail price. Right. Wow.
0: That's crazy. Uh, as you can tell, I've been fucking with my video while we were yeah. talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, it it just takes you into the situation that anywhere where there are low-paid people handling goods that are potentially worth a month's salary or a year's salary. This is going to happen, and I, I honestly don't blame them. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't do it, but I don't blame them.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, just like you said, underpaid, uh, underprivileged, uh, got to do something to get by. Cost of living is rising, pay is not. You know, people people tend to to make decisions that that you know that they have to make based on their situation. So, yeah, I don't blame them.
1: Yeah, but imagine the millions of dollars or tens of millions of dollars it's going to cost Pokemon to uh, repay all the customers mm-hmm. that bought a booster pack. I mean, they are three ninety nine or something like that. I, I don't know the current yeah. prices, but. You like, like there, there's a little kid that asks for four bucks to their mom, "Hey mom, can I buy this?" Uh, looking to get that shiny Charizard or whatever, and they are just not going to get them, uh, no matter how many booster packs they buy. So that's kind
0: of deceitful and maybe even fraud. It is. That's fraud. Hundred percent fraud. Maybe indirectly, but I don't know. You know, I'm not a lawyer, yeah. but that's straight up fraud. Like that's advertising that you have a chance to get this, and you don't.
1: Yeah. Oh, and there's yeah. another story. So my my dad used to used to go to the U.S. to buy comic books back in the '90s. Uh, he opened the first comic book store in Mexico in 1992, and what he Damn. did, like it was not not as easy to like like it is today. Like today, you just Go on Amazon or on the online shop. You just do three or four clicks, and then you receive the package or, uh, in your front door, right? But thirty years ago, yeah. it was pretty much impossible, and and um, to actually get like to to get a package. Well, not a package. A box of comic books was too expensive in the nineties. Um, I don't know why, but but I mean shipments was was were completely different. That's how they are right now. Yeah. So he used to go to the U.S., buy a car, buy a shit ton of comic books, load his trunk, and then hope that the, that the guys at the border didn't open the trunk. Uh, don't sue me. Damn. The comic book outlaw. Yeah. But here's the thing. So he used to go to a store, I think it was in Phoenix, Arizona or Houston? I think it was Houston, but I'm not gonna say because, uh, like, I can't, I can't be sure. But the thing is, yeah. the yeah. the comic book store was huge, but there were like some little vendors there that I don't know. Maybe they rented a uh, two square meter uh, space to sell other related stuff, and there was this trading card guy uh, who sold. I don't even know. Maybe it was like the. Uh, football uh, cards, collectible cards, or maybe it was art cards. I don't know. But the, the the point is, the booster packs um weight like something around point uh like 10, 10, 10 grams for example. I don't I don't remember the exact amount, but a booster pack uh, weights ten grams. But if the booster pack has a special shiny card, the booster pack weights. Uh, ten point five grams. So there was this um, guy, yeah. So there, the, there, was this guy with a very accurate um, weighting, uh, machine. I don't know the word, and he was yeah, just he, weighting a all. Scale. Yeah, a scale. So he was weighing all of them one by one and just setting aside those who weighed uh, that that weight weighed um, ten point five grams and he was just se- se- separating them and my dad went to ask him hey what are you doing like he was just curious because he he, he used to go to the store before it opened because he had like a deal with, uh, with the owner so he didn't have to buy when the store was was full so the guy was doing that before the, before the store was open and he just blatantly told him oh yeah I'm just separating the ones with the shiny cards my dad was like but 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 why or, or oh because I open them and then I take the shiny card and I put them put it on the rack and then people will buy it uh, and that pretty much pays for the full box. so uh, yeah yeah so oh. people buying booster packs uh, and this goes back to the 90s in a local retail store in this in, is deep yeah so imagine how many people do that and, and now I feel scammed because probably the Magic the Gathering store I, I used to buy my, my, um, my product at did the same I mean it's so easy and if you don't have moral values or moral compass you will definitely do it and even if you have a moral compass
0: but you have to feed your family then the... yeah that's the difference you've got to feed your family that's the difference yeah. Uh, I was gonna compare it to like cheating in video games, but it's not. It's it's similar in the sense that you ruin the fun for everyone. But at the end of the day, you gotta feed your family. I get that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was these kind of like cheating on on online games or whatever. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it doesn't make you better than the people that aren't cheating. It just makes you a fucking cheater. Like it. Yeah. I, that's why I can't play uh, GTA 5 online anymore. It's just like you log in and then there's a dude flying around in a fucking tank. <laughs> I can't play it anymore. It's just not fun.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just feel well, like I'm, I'm rambling around a lot of topics, but uh, I think I'm inspired. So there's this... Uh, you, you know the... Um, I don't know the what's it called. Uh... The train tracks dilemma about, okay, so you have like, I'm pretty sure that you've seen it online, but you have this, uh, so there's, there's, there's a person tied down to a train track or railroad and, uh, uh, yeah, and you can pull a lever and then you can change the direction of the train, Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so if the train was going di- directly at your family, like let's just say a random family member, it can be your mom or it can be your third uncle that you never see. Uh, but it's going di- directly at, like, it's going to kill your family member. Um, yeah. And if you pull the lever, it will go the other way, but it, in the other side of, of the tracks, there is uh, 10 random people in the world, would you pull the lever?
0: <clears throat> yeah? Yep. That's, uh, that's a tough one, but obviously you're, you're going to take care of your family. Exactly. But what if I told
1: you that there's a thousand people oh. in the other uh, side of the tracks?
0: Uh, well, yeah, you know, a thousand people is a little bit worse than... You know that's where it gets to that that tough tough thing yeah save a thousand people or save your mom exactly I'm, I'm saving mom I'm sorry thousand
1: people <laughs> yeah exactly and, and so there's a lot of mom. people that would pick their mom or their their daughter or whatever over a million people over 10 million over a country over the world and that's the thing a lot of people are willing to do anything for their family and this test was used for uh, like, a similar test was used to pick uh, who would be a good politician. And mm. the good politicians would be those who put the greater good above the personal uh, benefits. The
0: family. Yeah.
1: But when it comes to just stealing cards from little kids, I mean, people are going to pick their family, you know?
0: Stealing cards from little kids or, or men, ch- men men children like us. I don't yeah. know if there's a plural word for that. Yeah. Men, children. Uh, we got a few more Twitter listeners. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. We really appreciate you. Uh, if it's your first time, it's Cryptoholics. We drink beer and talk about nerdy shit, as you can tell.
1: <laughs> Sorry,
0: yeah. it, it excited me. I saw a few people pop in. Yeah. Hey.
1: Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Uh, how how long? Like, how far are you willing to go? to to not let your family starve but yeah i mean
0: I just rambled a lot on this i it's, think we yeah we just killed like 30 minutes talking about one thing yeah oh dude uh, and i just uh checked so maybe i i take it
1: back it's not that easy it's nine trillion no yeah nine trillion combinations for a 12 word uh seed phrase it's not that easy.
0: <laughs> Did you say nine trillion? Yeah. That's a lot. Okay, I, I commend the guy for doing that. I don't know if ChatGPT could do that.
1: Definitely can't. But yeah, it, it, it's maybe the right amount.
0: does A lot of numbers. Speaking of, uh, speaking of AI, <clears throat> Opera, uh, the web browser, has fully integrated uh, generative AI. Have you tested this? No, not yet. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just opened a brand new vape and it's uh (laughs) powerful. Um Yeah, so Opera the web browser, been around for a long fucking time. Uh been one of the most like edgy browsers in my opinion. Like like the, the, the super nerd, like the gamer style browser, you know? Uh has integrated generative AI. <clears throat> and I, I haven't tested it yet, but I was looking at some of the like screen grabs from what it can do, and I was like, holy shit. Like, this is... Every browser is going to do this. Yeah.
1: Can you explain to the audience what generative uh, AI is?
0: So, uh, probably not, but here's what I think generative AI is. Uh, it's, it's a form of artificial intelligence that... Capable of generating new content based off of pre-existing content in a in a database or neural network. Basically, it can take data and put it together and spit something out. Like if you give it a prompt, it like, uh, hey, explain to me what this website says in layman's terms, and it could simplify it for you and spit out like a like a an easier to understand version of it. So, capable of doing things. So in this example image that I see, it's it's got a button that says AI prompts and it's got a shorten option. <clears throat> so say you're reading an article. You got to get going. You don't have time. You can click shorten. It'll give you a shorter version of it. Uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a what's the main point option uh, that seems to just give you the gist of it. And there's an option that says create a tweet. And i assume that what that will do is create you a tweet and if you have it you know signed in you can paste and send a tweet about that article pretty crazy
1: that's that's pretty nuts especially because um uh like gpt does that but you have to go to their platform copy the link and then prompt hey give me a 10 bullet point of this or shorten this to three paragraphs, or whatever. But if you have that directly on the browser, and then you are just reading a, an article, and you you notice that it's four thousand words, and you can just click uh, a button directly on the browser that
0: uh, briefs the article, it's going to be huge. Oh yeah, I mean we're already fucking dumb, but imagine how fucking dumb we're going to be when this comes out. Well, it's already out. But imagine how much dumber we're going to get when this is in our hands. Yeah. I can't I can't read the whole web page. Can you shorten it for me? Mom, like, what the fuck? We're devolving.
1: Yeah, it's just like all the apps that... Uh, like, okay, it's amazing that you can just type an address and then... The phone <clears throat> Nail, tells you how to get there. But, dude, people don't yeah. even remember their, their phone number anymore.
0: No. No, you, you remember maybe one. Uh, it may or may not be your wife, you know. Uh, but then the, the other ones are <laughs> just saved in your phone. Yeah. Uh, and I do that when I was, like, 10.
1: 10, yeah, I was, like, in fourth or fifth grade. I used to know all of my friends' phone number, like home phone number, uh from memory. You
0: had to. Exactly. That was your only way to get in touch with them. Yeah. You know, we didn't have texting. It's pretty new. Like even though it's it's something that like I would say I would wager that ninety percent of the people that are gonna listen to this probably have always been able to text. But I remember before you could text. I remember that. I was a baby, but I remember that. <laughs> I was in Huntsburg.
1: Yeah, to me it was. I had to um, call my friends, and if the if one of the parents um, answered the phone, I would just hang up because I I was too shy to to talk to the parents. So I would just call. 10 minutes later, expecting my friend to pick up.
0: Yeah. I, I was the same way, man. <laughs> I was the exact same way. It's funny to think about that. Like, I mean, even before that, I wasn't alive yet, but before that, like, before phones were even a thing, is crazy to think about. Uh, like, cell phones just, you know. Uh, Landlines have been around a while, but cell phones really haven't been around that long. Think about it.
1: Yeah, and there's a trend on TikTok. I mean, TikTok is where the dumbest people um, roam. But uh, yeah, some 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 TikToks were some talks. I don't even know the word. But yeah, some TikToks. Um, some some talks. Some ticks. Some talks. Yeah. <laughs> like there there were some clips, like. Oh I have a genius idea. So you have a phone that never leaves the house and then you can call that and try to reach anyone in the house in case they don't have their phone their cell phone with them. And that's like dude, you just rediscovered landlines. Yeah.
0: So yeah yep it's crazy. Imagine if we could imagine if we could call people and they would just be at their house and answer their phone. Yep, pretty much we've gone full <laughs> retard. <laughs> we've gone full retard. We've devolved so much. Technology is fucking ruining us as a species. But you know what? I'm here for it. Fuck it. we, we got to embrace it. We can't, we can't say, no, no, I'm not going to use AI. No, we're going to use AI. Yeah, we're going to leverage gonna, it. Yeah, we're going to use it. I'm using it for all kinds of things, actually, and it's it's so fucking helpful.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a point where if you can't, and dude, I have all this mess behind me because I'm moving, but it's gonna be a, a there's gonna be a point in life where if you don't know how to leverage
0: AI, uh, an eighteen year old is going to take your job from you. Yep. Anybody that can write text and press the send or enter button is going to be better than you if you don't know how to use this shit as a tool. Uh, I feel like we've talked about AI so much, but it's true. It is true,
1: and it's going to be... I don't know, man. I've literally just done a lot of stuff that would take me hours in
0: minutes. Same. I've been using uh, AI to help me literally build a crypto project which is mind-blowing like you wouldn't think that you could use and i don't know i'm not a i'm not a programmer i have people that help me with that and and do 99 percent of it but a lot of it that you know i can throw it into chat gpt and get like at least a skeleton of what i want out of it and build off that
1: Exactly. And speaking about retards, I, um, I, I read this news piece, and I don't even, maybe it was a tweet or something. I don't even remember. But apparently, someone got uh, fired because they, they mentioned the word retarded on an email, on a work email, and that got them fired.
0: Mm. That's a little bit of a controversial topic.
1: Yeah, it is, and we usually use, we usually do controversial
0: topics. Uh, here. You know what? Uh, why, why not? I'll entertain it. Do I think that you shouldn't say it? No. Do I think that you shouldn't use it in a derogatory way? Yes. That's my take. Exactly. If you use the word, at least use it in a non derogatory way, and in a in a way that you can. Speak as a as an intellectual individual uh, that knows how to use words properly and not in a derogatory way. For sure, use it all day.
1: Yeah, that's my yeah. I mean, you you can't be going and calling people re- retarded for things they say, but if an idea is retarded, you can just say, "Dude, that idea won't work. It's retarded," and you shouldn't get into any yeah. trouble i
0: don't know yeah maybe we're gonna get kicked off spotify for this but you know <laughs> that's just our take on it everything we say here it lives here in minecraft nowhere else we're just having some beers and shooting this shit. yeah you know we're yeah. not trying to ban any, we're, we're not trying to get banned from anywhere you know like apple bans outside payments in their app store we're not trying to be like apple not at all. I mean, it would be, I mean, it would be amazing if we were as big as Apple. But, yeah. <laughs> but maybe when the maybe when the uh, CryptoHolic's koozies come out, and all ten of our fans buy one, maybe we'll be like Apple. Yeah, I mean, people have to buy. If, even, if we even have ten fans, I don't even know if we have ten fans. But, you know, they'll be available, and we'll 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 <laughs> one day be able to. Uh, you know, run the show properly. Maybe Without any
1: any issues.
0: And I was I felt like that was gonna be a smooth transition, but it wasn't. So I'm just gonna go to this topic because I, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> it was not smooth at all. I, I very miserably failed that transition. I'm tired and you know the beer is doing its job as I you know.
1: Is it a light?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what I was going to talk about is Apple uh, bans outside payments on their devices. So people that have iPhones, uh, iPads, whatever, a lot of the time will have trouble with getting like crypto apps and blockchain apps. Like that's why we don't really have the Leo Finance app on on the app store in, in iOS. Um, <clears throat> but it has been. A, ruled what is it? It's been ruled unlawful to ban outside payments and uh I couldn't think of the word. But yeah, I think that's a big win. Um at least in California. But a win is a win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if If we want
0: to adopt crypto and blockchain shit, we can't ban them from using it. Like our fucking idiot uh SEC dude Gensler like that fucking worm dude, you uh, Did you Did you watch the, already. Did you watch any of the clips from the uh the SEC hearing on crypto in the US? I just uh, saw the damn worthy ones. <clears throat> the the, there was a lot of uh but just this is I'll, I'm just going to say this The reason we have the issues that we have is because old fucks like that that have no idea about anything new are in charge of making all of the decisions.
1: You know? Yeah, and they make decisions that affect innovation to a point where innovation uh, leaves the country just because they don't like they don't even know how it affects them how it affects the population i i I think he even uh gave a lecture or or had a course on digital security he did yeah like how how the hell are you going to to teach something that you have never used
0: yeah that was the point of one of the one of the I don't know fuck about politics, so don't quote me on any of this. One of the guys that was up there was like eviscerating him on how horrendously he's doing damage to the U.S. by pushing the business to other countries and like pushing major companies like Coinbase and Binance and shit to consider moving out of the U.S. just to not have to deal with it. Yeah. We shouldn't have somebody like that making decisions on our financial shit, that's just my take Like, I, without politics involved that's just fucking dumb yeah, and I'm going to push our luck
1: so I'm not going to go into details on this, we can only have one <laughs> controversial topic per episode
0: uh, yeah, and I think I've said fuck like 17 times yeah. already so yeah. sorry, we're probably going to get banned like tonight but <laughs> but it, and we have even more people on Twitter now Like, it, it's thank you guys yeah,
1: but that's, that's the thing. Um, if, you, like, if there are other countries that are... Like you are directly competing with them for the world domination and those people actually back um, innovation and you are actually alienating these, these people, these companies... Eventually, you're going to, like all of this strategy is going to come bite you in the ass. You know, maybe not tomorrow. Maybe it's going to be in twenty years, fifty years. But I mean, look at uh, this controversial um, country. Uh, they they had a one thousand year plan apparently. So all of the world domination they are uh, putting into fruition right now started a thousand years ago
0: so you have to think long term think long term think long term especially if you're involved with polka dot
1: oh <laughs> the sort of government backed
0: blockchain you mean sorry I, I had to go back to this because i feel like we talked about polka dot a, a couple episodes ago which is a Supposedly, the Ethereum killer launched by what was the fucking dude's name? Uh, Gavin Wood, I think. Thanks, so, um, yeah. And we were talking about how it just doesn't do anything at all. Like no one uses it. Like, does anyone that's listening know anything about Polkadot projects? Please, drop a tweet in the in the space, a comment wherever. Please let me know something that's actually happening with it. Uh, but then. I see today MeWe, the social network that's supposed to be a Facebook alternative that was launched in like 2012 with 20 million users is integrating a polkadot dot parachain. Wow. Into their social. Network. So you might be thinking what the fuck is a parachain? Yeah. Me, sounds- too. Me too. I'm not a dev. I, I don't fucking know. Uh, I assume it's like a side chain or like a a clone of the blockchain. I don't really know. But I just was like, we were just talking about how that that polka dot, the chain doesn't fucking do anything. And here we are, 20 million social users getting exposed in some kind of way to to blockchain shit. Okay, so from
1: parachains are a bet on open economies and free trade over balkanization and chain-specific maximalism. Governance parachains on Polkadot are free to adopt whatever governance model they see fit and can access a number of pre-built models for implementing various on-chain governance systems. So it's like a parent blockchain that has uh, child blockchains, and these child blockchains are adaptable and fully customi-
0: customizable. That's actually pretty fucking cool. I gotta say. I mean it's just like layer two on hive. It's as if
1: Twitter. In data, a way. You know, yeah.
0: It is in a way. I think of it more like the the EOS EVM we were talking about on the on the last episode, I think yeah. it was. And apparently uh I think that- go ahead go ahead sorry I was just gonna say and I think of it more like that like it is a very cool concept and it, I think there's a lot of questions that I'm gonna have about how centralized it is and and you know the security and you know the governance and all that I, I've got a lot of questions but the concept is cool uh, and it reminded me of the eos evm thing we were talking about like the ethereum virtual machine that runs on eos yeah
1: which begs the question and maybe you can answer that because i'm not that eos savvy but isn't the whole concept of eos and all this evm and all that stuff solving a problem that it is a problem but that nobody has because nobody uses eos Like okay, you are you're solving world hunger, but you're solving it on Mars. Like there's there's nobody there.
0: I love that take. You're solving world hunger on Mars. You know what though? Related to that, you don't know if there's Martians out there that might be fucking hungry. First of all, <laughs> think of the yeah. Martians. Uh, but second of all, that that's hilarious. But here's the other side of it. There is a problem. Problem being you've got an Ethereum app, like an app built on the Ethereum chain that has insanely high fees and can't really scale um, that could take their same app written in Solidity, copy and paste it and deploy it on the EOS chain without changing the programming language or anything and now you can take advantage of point zero one eos per transaction fees which is about a penny as opposed to on ethereum for complex transactions you're talking about i don't know i haven't used it in a maybe a month or so i haven't done a, a native ethereum transaction but i don't do those actually i do them only in minecraft but the last one i did was probably about 50 cents for a standard transfer and like three dollars for a complex uh you know, like a contract execution kind of thing.
1: Yeah,
0: Maybe you can, maybe you can give me more insight on that. But to be able to take the same app that you're you're currently running, say for example, uh, bad example, but God's Unchained, if it didn't already have mutable X, the game ran on Ethereum, and we are we all know there's a lot of transactions and shit like that that are going to happen that are going to be really expensive. But to be able to port that, like, basically instantly copy-paste over to a new chain, same language, without having to adapt it into a different coding language and all that shit, Uh, that's pretty crazy powerful, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I haven't thought about it that way. But it's it's basically EOS stating or putting it outside that... Uh, like everyone talks about the Ethereum killer and blah 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 but EOS is telling uh, blockchain projects hey, if you are on Ethereum and you are fed up with uh, transaction fees we offer the same at, uh, 0.1% of the price so it's actually pretty yeah. I mean people might move yeah. to Mars now
0: people are definitely moving to now i mean just looking at and for reference i'm talking about the the thread i shared to you from uh, forex broker on hive uh, he writes some really fucking good threads alpha leo finance.io. Uh, soon to be leo finance.io on the first so uh anyway he he wrote this this thread storm and it, it's It opened my eyes a little bit to the whole concept of the the EOS EVM. I didn't realize how actually good it is. Uh, Currently, the best performing EVM available benchmarked at 25 times faster than Avalanche, and three times faster than Solana, which Solana doesn't even fucking run, so I don't know how (laughs) you can benchmark. But, (laughs) sorry, I had to It's like a fucking dumpster fire that never goes out. Like what does do people fucking use Solana? Are we gonna go there next? Do people (laughs) even use it? Yeah, I mean it's like saying, Oh dude, I can
1: I can run faster than a baby. Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: like the baby can't even walk.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Solana is the baby. It doesn't even run half the time. Uh, I mean, true, that that statement is
1: true, because you actually run faster than the baby, but that doesn't tell me anything,
0: <laughs> you know? Oh, dude, that's funny. <laughs> uh, but Avalanche, I've been using Avalanche quite a bit lately. <clears throat> Have you what? used
1: it much? Are you airdrop hunting, or what are you doing on Avalanche?
0: I'm always airdrop hunting uh, in Minecraft, because the US doesn't like those yeah. Uh, but if I could in reality I would but I only do it on Minecraft uh, but Avalanche I've been using it because it's it's integrated into Thor chain so you can swap a like AVAX token on Avalanche which is an EVM for Bitcoin or for Rune or for whatever natively you don't have to use like a synthetic asset or anything like that so to move money around, I've been using Avalanche quite a bit.
1: Yeah, Minecraft is uh, amazing
0: for that. It really is, and the fact that you can use Thor Swap on Minecraft is just fucking—it's out there, man. But here we are.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just all of the all of this innovation, and and it all co- goes back to innovation. All of these uh, new projects, new new blockchains, new like there's a lot of um, airdrops I'm hunting on um, on Magic the Gathering and and it's just amazing how how much Magic innov- <laughs> innov- the <Red laughs> gathering. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it, it just it baffles me that <laughs> the crypto industry is growing by billions or maybe even Maybe even trillions uh, each year. And the US is not encouraging all of this uh, innovation in a way that they even, like, maybe they could even learn, or maybe they could even, like, okay, we want to regulate crypto. Instead of trying to antagonize you, let's just work together. Like Coinbase did that for years. And now they are just uh, stabbing them in the back it's just... I don't know, man.
0: How about stop saying that you're gonna protect the retail investor and fucking protect them? How about that? Is it that hard? i <laughs> take stop saying you're gonna do it and just fucking do it. Stop saying, you know, you're, you're protecting the, the retail investor because you're not. And that's what the uh, US SEC says.
1: I mean, they are... Uh, all- they have proven that before, and it's it, it hasn't been long. I mean, it has been for a hundred years that they don't protect the retail investor, but they proved it during the COVID um,
0: quarantines. Uh, they proved it during the Terra Luna collapse.
1: Yeah, and even with with uh, what was this? The Robin Hood, um,
0: AMC, and GameStop, right? Yeah. So, yeah. AMC and GameStop, the the pump and dumps. Yeah. They didn't protect anyone.
1: No. They profited. Exactly. And the the moment the retail investors kicked uh, the corporations, us, like everyone stepped in to protect the corporations, to protect the hedge
0: funds. Well, apparently, Coinbase is snapping back so we'll see what happens with that uh i don't have the article here so i don't want to quote it incorrectly but i think the uh, coinbase is going back at the sec about their uh their bullshit so i don't know we'll see we'll see regardless we do we do this in minecraft so i don't care where we are in the world uh we're in the the virtual world in our little hut Fighting off the creepers and you know crafting pickaxes and shit, punching trees and you
1: know whatever else. Yeah, there's no need to worry about that. But yeah, in general, no need it's just, to worry. Uh, it just—it just sucks, man. Oh, I think this is a good topic to wrap it up. Uh, in three days, on Sunday, the adoption campaign, the Leo Finance adoption campaign. Uh, run on Zilli.io is going live. There's $10,000 in prices. 200000 high power uh, for the communities who decide to uh, encourage their members to represent them. So if you don't know what uh, Zilli is or Leo Finance is or whatever, just go to Zilli.io and search for Leo Finance. You will find the community there join and it's pretty easy to follow and to start um claiming quests so yeah just just do it you will you won't regret it and it's pretty easy and you uh, you 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 get a chance to compete for the prize pool of 10,000 US dollars
0: yeah you heard that right 10,000 US dollars up for grabs on the leo finance zealy campaign previously crew three z-e-a-l-y dot I think it is uh search for leo finance leo like the lion l-e-o uh finance and you'll find it there join up get uh, get your chance at winning 10k usd uh yeah thanks for tuning in if you're listening live on twitter shout out to epics dow uh Kawasaki I think it is uh, and Builders Collective shout out to you guys for sticking through the end and uh, cheers to you if you're watching the video Koozie's available soon cheers see you guys
1: thanks see you Phil <laughs>